soggy up, buddy. We're live. Oh, I need my computer to get ready. Are you alive? Welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. Yes. Today we have Angie. Right on. Party in the house. Uh, quick announcements. Uh, good news nights. We got how many more episodes for the season's over? Uh, let's see. This next episode is going to be six, so I would say two more after this Friday. So three should be done. Don't forget about what you're going to show after that season. July 14th, I think, is Jesus Revolution. Yes. Have you guys seen that movie? My neighbor rented it and tried to show it to me, but I told her no. I want to see it here. What time? What were you going to say, Angie? Um, I'm going to be in Texas next weekend. Mm-hmm. Friday. I'm going to be gone for a week, but then I'll be leaving in the end of July for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I'll be back. So, so I need um, to get really focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Are you going to El Paso? On the, uh, Girl, I want to the go. That's my hometown. Let's go. The 14th is the Jesus Revolution. <laughs> okay, so on the 14th, Jesus Revolution. Get your same time as Good News Nights. It's just going to be a movie showing, so um, bring your popcorn, bring your blankets, bring your uh, nap time. Bring a pill, too. Bring your pillow, bring your armchair, whatever you need. Thank you, people. Definitely some people. Something like that. It's good though. It's like probably got time. We'd have to show it too late. Yeah, it would be like eight, nine o'clock before we showed it. Yeah, we're going to the beach. But it would be cool during the like springtime when the sun goes down early. When it's freezing outside. No, before before it gets too cold. We we showed concerts out there before. Yeah. We actually did Christmas one year. We did a fire pit and everything. Yeah. So then after Good News Nights this week, we will be having a women's Bible study on Saturday. Yes? 9 a.m. Yeah. You going to be there again? Saturday? 9 a.m.? What Saturday? This Saturday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm. Women's Bible study? Okay, yeah, yeah. Saturday, Yeah. Work day, too. Work day, yeah. For the and man. you guys always schedule it when I need to start working on things. For the man. I'm going to be gone. Oh. So, um. I heard work around. <laughs> we have a lot of work because we got to get ready for VBS. Mm-hmm. So, um, Saturday, uh, work day as well for those who can make it. What time is that? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And what time is the one Bible study thing? 9 a.m. Oh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the women will be outside, men will be outside? Sure. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to bug you guys. Okay, so. You're going to be on uh, that's a, oh, oh, okay. We're going to be handing them bags and stuff. She's got it all fixed up. Maybe that's afterwards. You know that big tree? I want to knock that big tree flat. Where you can walk under it in the backyard. Oh, yeah, you can Mow that back there and clean the field, clean out here. What? And if I have time, I want to put a coat of mud on the walls back there. I'm going to change them. Cool. So, I think that's all we have until Sunday, right? Sunday. So get over here and do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 10 o'clock. So don't be scared to uh, There you go. bring your tools on Saturday. Good man. Or your Bibles on Saturday. I'm going to say that. Have fun. I get my, I'm doing my interview tomorrow for the RKC stuff. Oh, I'll definitely be frank for you. Yeah, so it'll be uh, 4.30. 
Well, that's what the interview was for. Yeah. Oh, I can't go skate that day. Don't oh, skateboard. Oh, yeah. Skate. <laughs> Man. I should take Gardo with you. Sure. She used to be a skater back in the day. Yeah, she's still good? Yeah, she does she pretty good. That's good. All right, so with that being said, I think that's all of our announcements. All the ones we can remember, right? Really. Uh, that's all we can remember. Oh, yeah, there's a community picnic on the 1st yeah. of July. Oh. Be there, be squir- sir, or circle square, whatever it is. Be there, be circle square, triangle, diamond. It's all right. Okay. Go handle your business, and just come back running. Hit the ground running when you come back. You hit the ground running when you come back. What is that park? Tell me. It's the little one in the middle of the neighborhood. Right? So it's not the one on Kendall. It's not the one on Kendall. It's the one in the little neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. We better let people know that because they think it's the one on Kendall. It's not a Christian park. We have to go to the other one. So we segregate ourselves to be Christians only? Is that how? I see. I see how it is. You can only go to churches. That's right. That's what it sounds like. That's right. Only churches. No pie pie. No pie pie. Why not? All right, you guys, you guys need to start this by. So let's uh, let's get started. You're out of control. We're not out of control. We're just talking about announcements. No, he's he's out of control. Take control. Church stuff. You should be here. I have no idea. So let's uh, let's pray. I'm acting like it is. Let's pray in and let's get started. All right. Definitely. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. Uh, we thank you for uh, everything you've given us, Lord. All the blessings, all the things we don't deserve, but we thank you for them anyways, Lord. Um, uh, we thank you for this family that uh, you've brought together, Lord. and uh, Open our eyes and our ears, Lord. and uh, Help us hear what we need to hear, Lord. Uh, help us dig where we need to dig. and Help us ask questions where we need to ask, Lord. And, uh, help us take it into our daily life and be the example you want us to be. Bless the study in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Paul says, greeting brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, hello, everyone. Greetings. May we have the best study ever. Amen. 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 Roger said hello. Come on, hey, Roger. Roger. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Roger. Scary lady. What happened to the one lady? She still watches? Your friend? I know. Judy, Judy yeah. Yeah, she she, yeah, she comes up. Good, good, good. Alright, let's try and keep down the the side conversations because these mics pick up every little thing. So when people are talking, um, it does. It does. Yeah. So let's just keep it. Let's keep the side stuff to. Let's try and stay on topic. So if you have something to say, make sure it's on what we're reading or what we're talking about. So and and talk to the whole group. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Don't don't. Uh, no side conversation. Yeah. Don't become little clicks. Yeah. yeah. You know. I can't have that. All right. So. Um, don't be scared to share whatever you have to say with anybody. All right. Okay, where are we at? But I don't want to talk about Jacob on the line. Roman. Darn it. All right, so here we go. We are going to be in Romans 9, verse 30. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got me. No, we didn't. I said 10. We did? Okay. We didn't get anywhere. I thought we did. I thought we had finished it. I don't think we did. We read it. Oh, it actually goes into 10. It's all the same thing right there. My podcast. I mean, her podcast. I was just being funny. All right, so it says we're going to just go to 10 and then we'll probably end up in 10. So the Bible says it should go quickly because we're. Wait a minute, you're going to go 30. 10 to 30. 9 30. 9 30. Yeah, 9 to 30. 9 30 to 10. That only gives you a half hour. Continue. Have you guys been paying attention? You know where we're at. <laughs> continue, brother, continue. Let's start busting over here. All right, here we go. Romans chapter 9, verse 30 is where we're it starting. It says, what then shall we say? What shall we say? This sums everything up we've been talking about. Right, exactly. That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it, a righteousness that is by faith. But the people of Israel who pursued the law as the way of righteousness have not attained their goal. Why not? Because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it were by works. That was what you were dealing with today. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, as it is written, See, I lay in Zion a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. The one who believes in him will never be put to shame. Dang. Do you guys understand that at all? Or no? Not at all? Mm. Cool, because we're going to go over it today. What did you say? It's awesome. Yeah. I love that spot. Judy says, I'm here. Hi, Judy. Yeah. Hi, Judy. Hi, Judy. We were just talking about you. I'm happy so you're here. here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, backing up 33. to what then shall we say? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it? A righteousness that is by faith? So... Um, what he's saying in that first part is what the what what is he say, what is he saying? What shall we say then to the Gentiles? Like what was this whole chapter about? Oh. You guys remember it all? The chosen. Sorry, I'm finding a verse based on it. I'm finding a verse based on it. She got good notes. You could start in, uh, yeah, you could start in 25. I will call them my people who are not my people. Yes. I will call them for my love who are not my love. He's talking about Israel. Um, so what shall we say then? Yeah. Because Israel is a chosen people, but yet right he's bringing in the Gentiles. Yeah, it, it's also talking about that first part where he's trying to uh, take the, the Old Testament and, and it's by faith. You right. Know, um, oh. Not by the works that they do. Not not by the lineage that they're born right. from. You know. Right. I was right. He's talking about yeah. the chosen people. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> very churchy answer. <laughs> <laughs> I so, thought you were talking about a movie or a show. 
if it for both what it, what it's doing it's separating religion which is can only bring about self-righteousness for a human being being able to accomplish what he can to a uh, relationship that is unconditional because of Christ's love for us mm-hmm. and so there's nothing that we could do or, or have done that could ever separate us from him and the relationship is like that remember I told you guys to we all have kids you know and, and some of them are the greatest kids in the world the easy the other ones are the worst you know um, but we don't love them any different it doesn't matter what they've done or, or any of that stuff we love them the same you know Mm-hmm. In my family, there was a saying: uh, Mark got two spankings a day, Matthew got two in his whole life. You know, the kids are that different. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know Mark, but I don't love many different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, 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 and that's the way God is with us. When we have when we have a relationship, we receive the, His character, which is the righteousness, because there's only one that's righteous. Amen. And it becomes like you were saying in the car, it becomes a willing heart mm-hmm. instead of something we in religion we have to do to be better. In yeah. Christ, we, we're willing to love him and know him and to grow in him and to let him change our lives. And we'll go more into that as we get further down. In the- Understand the beauty of it? Yes. And that's the difference between the religion and, and relationship, the, the, the law... You know, and the Gentiles. That's the difference. And you read it so beautifully. And you know what's funny? Can I tell you the truth of it all before we before I be quiet? Here's what's funny. This is this is amazing, right? But Christ, because when we do things on our own, he becomes a stumbling block to us. You get it? He's the one that makes us fall. This spoiling. Yeah, self righteousness. You know what I mean? It's pride before a fall. Mm-hmm. Just going right. In other words, what he's trying to say is well, we other people say <laughs> No, because look, we just read it. We just read it, right? If we do it by works, okay, then we then we're we're trying to accomplish something on our own. But mm-hmm. when we know that everything we're trying to do will lead to nothing because we don't have somebody who saves us, we don't have we don't have the sacrifice, the the blood shed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so we can try all we want. And, and then, you know what the sad thing is, you guys, is that when we do that and we get caught up in that, then everything about Christ becomes a stumbling block to us. There's a freedom in Christ, whether we do the right thing or not. See? But what were you saying in the car? His love compels us. Why? To do the right thing you were saying in the car? Well, part. I know. I know, right? You said too much. All right. I said too much, too. I'll be quiet now. Now we have nothing to say on verse thirty-three. Yes, we. Oh, we have a whole lot. You, you know, there's a there's a, where they pull that scripture from. There's another part of it that they leave out right here, and that is that he becomes the capstone. Isaiah Yeah. He becomes the capstone, and 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 think about why would he become a capstone? He's just beating up that verse. <laughs> like, please. Hey, what you say? We don't have anything to tell him. No, we really don't have anything. Don't worry, Pastor. We're going to come ask you. Don't worry. You get it, though? Yeah, yeah. we get it. How does he become your capstone if, if, if you don't receive him, right? You get it? It's like a... It's actually a two, two, two-sided coin, to be honest with you, because on one side, he can encapsulate you in himself, but on the other side, he encapsulates you in your sin. You either receive or you I'm deny. The analogy of the capstone. You either receive or well. What if you were in a, a a concrete box and somebody put a concrete top on it? Okay. 
That's a capstone. Is the topic got it finished? You know what I mean? No, I And that's that's you got to you know. I don't want it to be a bad thing. For me, I want to be in Christ that way. You know what I mean? But if I'm not if I'm not following Him and I'm trying to do it on my own, then He's my stumbling block that causes me to fall, and He encapsulates me in my sin because I've chosen my sin over Him. Because He's done it all. Yeah. I can't I can't do anything in reality. Everything I do is is filthy rags. Imagine that. Imagine how stubborn. Imagine how stubborn we are. Right? We know the truth because we know Him. Right? Even if we don't know Him personally in our heart, right? We know Him. We know. We know of Him. Let's say, right? And and we know the truth. And I'm talking about all of us before we came to Him, and all the people we know who deny Him. Right? And the whole time we know without Him, and yet we're still so stubborn. We're going to do it our way. Some pretty crazy stuff. And even as Christians, we do that. And then we have to go to him and say, oh, I'm sorry, because we see the outcome again. Yeah. And it's the same one we went through a hundred times before. Yeah. That's the capstone. I have somewhere to take us based on what he just said. Yeah. And every time I hear capstone, I'm reminded of the Washington Mon- Monument, the big tall spear. On the top of that, there's an aluminum cap. And in, in that cap is, is inscribed... Laos Deo, which which means praise be to God. I like that. Can you imagine that? I never knew that. And, but and that needs to be on our head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praise be to what, God. What did he say? The the, the, the spiritually Laos mental. Deo. It's mm-hmm. Latin. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. But uh, I want to take us to Matthew fourteen. Yeah. I'll start at 22. I don't want to read the whole thing. Yeah, they're already here, like the speech. Finally, right? Because I'm not messing with the Bible. I got it on my phone. Uh, <laughs> Matthew 14, verse 22. Okay, so we'll do that. Sorry. We're the beginning of 14, 22. Oh, yeah, I'm at it. I'll put it. I'm pretty sure you understood where I was going. Jesus walks mm-hmm. on the water. Amen. There's a, there's a whole reason for this uh, the story, so I want to see if you catch it. Let me still spit it out if you can. Just hold your tongue. For a second. You guys invite the pastor to a Bible study. You don't think he's going <laughs> to blow you. Pastor. If you guys don't want me saying stuff, tell me ahead of time. That's what I'm telling you now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see if they get it first. I mean, Jacob's with me all the time. Go over the Bible study with me, Jacob. <laughs> but, uh, all right, go ahead. In verse 22, it says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. Talking about the other side of the lake. The lake. While he dismissed the crowd after, sorry, after he had dismissed them, he went up to on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat had already... Sorry, was already a considerable distance from land, buffed by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they cried. They said and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. 
Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got up out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Amen. Amen. So why did I take this there? What do you mean, why did you take this? Based on what was Matt, Matt was talking about, about with the faith. Stones, about the stumbling stones and the cap? Is that what you're saying? And doing things through him, do, do, you know, mm-hmm. living your life through Christ. Through Christ. Yeah. With Christ in your life. If you don't Not doing things on your gonna own. Be, you're going to end up sinking like Peter did. Mm-hmm. See, they did get Mm-hmm. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see. Each one of us, you have little faith. You see, why did you doubt? You see, every time we cry out, you have little faith. The point I want to uh, point out is verse 29 and 30. It says, Then Peter got up out of the boat and walked out of the water and came toward Jesus. Mm-hmm. When he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Mm-hmm. He, see, lost he lost faith. He didn't it was when it. he lost faith. It was when he started, because look at if I'm looking at you, right? Mm-hmm. I can get to you clearly. But if I look at you, then look at Angie and start keep walking towards you. Mm-hmm. I can't keep walking towards you. I'll end up straying one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to Peter here. Because when he had his eyes on Jesus. Peter Simon, right? Yes. When he had his eyes on Jesus, mm-hmm. he was walking on the water. God gave him that power. He was yes. uh, walking with the Lord. But then he started looking at the world. Started he started looking, looking at, at the, the water, and the things that were fearful to him. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, he took his eyes off Jesus and began to fall. And when that happened, he take it into our lives. If we're walking with the Lord, we're focused on the Lord. You can walk with them. You're going to stay with them. You're going to get through so many different things. And when things are coming against you, you'll be able to walk on top of them. Mm-hmm. But then if you start focusing on the things in the world, you'll begin to sink into those things. Or you focus on the situation. Yes. Yeah. Then you'll start to sink into those things. So you're just not going to be focused on God and you're going to be, you're going to let your mind wander and you're going to want to fix it yourself instead of letting God fix it. And that's where we, when we do cry out, that's where God can save us. He doesn't save us beforehand. That's why you see, he cried out, Lord save me. And then you see God reach down and save him. It wasn't before. He had to have him have that faith again. Lord, save me, because I know you can. I have an answer to all of it. It's in the same story, only it gets better. 25. This is John um, 6.25. This is going to tell us exactly. Now, understand this. So, you guys ready for this? Yes. I want you guys to hear me for a minute. You can go look it up yourselves, but I want to prepare you for what I'm going to tell you, okay? Remember the story he first started reading? He said that he sent them in the boat while he dismissed the crowd. Right. It was right after the feeding of the 5,000, so there's a lot of people he dismissed. Right, yes, yes, yes. Understand? Okay, so when, when Jesus went back and he walked on the water, and then he got back in the boat with them, they got to the other side. The people here, they didn't go home. They ran around the lake looking for him again. Okay? So when they got there, here Jesus shows up there, and here's the story where it begins. You ready? Okay. 
You ready? Because this is the other half of the coin if we're not careful. Okay. It says, when, when they found him on the other side, remember the same people, they were looking for him. Mm -hmm. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, which means teacher, you guys know, yeah. when did you get here? And Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. You are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. A lot of people are looking for him in that self-righteous, worldly way still. You understand? we got to let all that stuff go. You know, when I pray for people, a lot of times people ask me for prayer. It's all about worldly things. And I just want to tell them, no, 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 you guys. Pray for a closer relationship with Him. Pray for understanding of His Word. Pray, pray, pray for, for what your purpose is in Him, to fulfill His will for your life. You know what I mean? Pray for these things. All the rest of that, He'll just give you when you're doing these things, you know? But nobody listens. They only have an agenda that's worldly. You know, they experience God, and they think He's a genie, and He's going to give them, like Santa Claus, get up on my knee, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, not, it's never, ever going to be about that. Okay, because those things are meaningless to God. They're meaningless to God compared to you and who He created you to be. Understand? So when I say they're meaningless too, I don't, I don't mean that He doesn't know you don't need them. He gives you what you need when you're with Him, following Him. Amen? I just got a... a I was praying about something, and it wasn't a financial burden, but it was going to be to me because I wanted to fulfill it. And so I was asking God how I'm going to fulfill it. And I was thinking about my finances and how I was going to pull it together. you know. And then I was thinking, wait a minute, I'm going to just pray about this too. And if that's what it comes down to, then God already knows my heart. Right. I can't lie to the Holy Spirit, right? Like like it said, right? I already gave my heart to it, right? Right. Understand? So what happened, Paul, when I got here? I handed you a letter. He handed me a letter from somebody I haven't heard from in years. And guess what was in there? What? What I prayed for. And it happens to me every time. Like I don't even think about it, and it just shows up. Go ahead, Allie. There's so many. No, I'm just encouraging you. Amen. 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 Woman, get your hand up. <laughs> so what you just said, is that why people fast so they can get closer? Yeah, Memo yeah. talked about that on Sunday, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he said, how many of you are fasting? How many of you are praying? I don't know if you guys heard that on Sunday. Yeah, and, I pray um, all the time. But what happens when we, when we fast, you guys, it's a beautiful thing. What happens when we fast, if we can actually fast, so many people just blows my mind. I'm not trying to pick on anybody because everybody's different, but when you fast, you need to make, you need to actually. Nasty, that was after he picked his nose. So let me explain something to you guys for just a minute, okay? When you fast, it needs to be a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Not just one meal. Yeah. Not just something you can do. Yeah. You understand? Something you know you can't do only through the Lord. Yeah, something that that because because here's the thing about fasting that's beautiful is the more we fast the 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 more we fast with the Lord, um, the more okay now forget that the more we fast stuff that's good too but the more we get torn down in other words I don't know how to say it the more we get. The more we sacrifice, the more we sacrifice of ourselves. Like the more we get torn down, the closer we get to the Lord. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever been without food, but you ain't even thinking right. Mm -hmm. Weird stuff starts to happen, right? But when you're in prayer during that state, 
and God opens you up to him. Yeah, you deny the flesh. But you have to, yeah, thank you. That's, a, that's what I was looking for. You have to get... Good job, you have to get to a place where, where your mindset is a heart set that you're there to hear from God. There's, and that's why you're making the sacrifice. Not for worldly things, this, that, and the other thing. It says prayer and petition when you fast and stuff. But it's it's like a, a it's an opening into God. Like for me, when I whenever I do it, I don't do it because I want something or I need something. I do it because I want to know what He wants or what He needs for me. Do you understand? To hear him better. Yeah, there's, it's it's to hear him. There's a clarity that comes. There it is. When, That's another when, good one. When you start, when you start fasting, you guys teach me to the speak. first the first day, the first day you're kind of like, oh, I'm hungry, you know, headachey, and, and 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 you, you know, you turn every time you feel hunger, you turn to God, you pray. The second day, your mind is clear. Your mind is clear because you're not even thinking about it. And, you know, you could do three days piece of cake. I mean, because you just not, you're, there's such clarity. And in that clarity, you can pray and you can seek God and you can hear Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a beautiful thing. I got to tell you guys, ask yourselves why I you're so cloudy sometimes. Long time, but... we, we feel so cloudy sometimes, yeah. you know. And it's from all the stuff they put in our food, too. It's so nasty. Oh, yeah. And we're filled with it, especially if we eat fast food a lot and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you fast, you, you do. It, it, all that stuff starts to come out of your system. You start to be able to think clearly. But more important than any of that is the time that you hear God. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't, you know what I used to do, and I haven't done it in a while either, Paul, but what I used to do is I would fast from Friday, uh, from the time I got up, until Sunday afternoon after church. And it was usually the days that the pastor let me preach because I was a deacon back then. So I would fast like from, I used to do it once a month. So I'd fast from Friday to Sunday afternoon and then I'd go to lunch with people afterwards. But people would tell me all kinds of crazy stuff about my sermons. And sometimes they would they would be talking about them for a week later, you know, and stuff like that. And um, um, I didn't even remember half of them. All I remember is being totally in tune with the Lord, you know, and I'm sharing something with you because I I had a fear of sharing from the pulpit. So I went to fast and prayer and petition that God would give me what I needed, not just for me, but what he wanted me to share. You know, you get it. So so when we do, he's not a genie. You know what I mean? He's not going to you're not going to find a magic bottle and rub it and get three wishes, you know. You know what I mean? He's not Santa Claus. He, he wants a relationship with you, and he wants his relationship with you. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody where they keep trying to pull you into things you don't want to do? All the time. Okay? That's what we do to God. He doesn't want anything to do with those things, but it's what we have in our heart and mind and what we're in the world doing. You know what I mean? What, what he wants is a relationship with somebody who wants to have a relationship with him the way he wants to have a relationship with them. You know, it's a beautiful thing. And it draws us closer to him to do that. Yeah. So can I finish my story? Did I answer it? Okay. And there's so much more. I was like vague compared to what you could get from it. Okay. So where was I? Just make sure it's a thing that you want to do. You're not doing it because you have to. Exactly. Yeah. That too. Well, that's what I just shared with you because um, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it's just like these people. Yeah. Can you imagine you guys? <coughs> can you imagine the sermon that he gave? was one of the greatest sermons in the Bible. 
You know what I mean? When he fed the 5,000. And there was so much more he gave that we didn't even get to hear that was probably amazing, right? But what does Jesus do? He confronts the, the situation. Like he says, wait a minute. You guys aren't even here for what you should be here for. You're here because the, 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 the you know, your stomachs are full. You, you know, you basically, he, they just want the worldly things just to keep being fed worldly. They miss the whole spiritual aspect of it, you know. And he goes on to tell us, um, at least believe in the miracles themselves. So don't just come to get your stomach full. Look at what I've done. Look at who it, who it is that sent me. And imagine what could be done if you would just follow me. It, it's beautiful. Watch what he tells them. We're in John 6. I think we made it to 27, yeah? Do not work. Listen to this, you guys. You ready? Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. Stop looking around in the world and look up to heaven. Amen? Listen to this. Which, uh, which the Son of Man will give you? It's a it's it's going to be a free thing. Who he is, he wants you to be. And he doesn't want you to be it now. He wants you to be it eternally. Yes. Amen? Amen. Okay? Watch this. It says on him, oh wait a minute, which the son of man will give you. On him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Paul talked about that earlier. Yes. Okay? Watch this. Then they asked him what must we do to do the work of, that God requires? Listen to how simple this is everything we've been talking about. You ready? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he sent. It's faith. It's not something you work for. It's not something that you, you achieve and, and receive self-righteousness. It's a faith in the one that he sent. Amen? And if we read on from there, on and on and on, and he starts telling us that everything he is is who the Father is. Everything he has and everything he says comes from the Father. Mm -hmm. It's that's that His righteousness was his Father. Amen? Mm -hmm. And everything he did and lived was his Father. And his Father, and when Jesus came into the world, his Father could have been a stumbling block. He could have been this, he could have been that, if Jesus took his eyes off his Father. Mm -hmm. Right? But he didn't. Yeah. And that's what I love about the other scriptures where we're going to be right where you're at now, too. It says, and he who follows them will never be put to shame. You know, in the world, you guys, they tried to shame Jesus by putting him on the cross the way they did. Mm -hmm. Naked and beaten, right? But they didn't. Okay, because it's not about the world looking at us and what they're going to do is what they think. It's about us and what God thinks and what God's going to do with us. Amen. He will never be put to shame if we follow Jesus the way he followed his father. Amen. 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 Yes. See, I lay a stone in Zion. All right, so back to you. 9.31. Yep. All right, let me just read it all together. It says, What then shall we say? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it, a righteousness that is by faith. But the people of Israel who pursued the law as a way of righteousness have not attained their goal. You see what he's saying there? He's saying, but the, he's saying that the Gentiles now have obtained because of their faith. Mm -hmm. Right? And then, uh, and then he brings the Jews back into it, saying that they have it because... Um, 
uh, works. Because it works, which is what we'll get into in the next one. It says, why not? Because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it were by works. Right? So the law there, uh, they see it, and they, they see that the law, they need to be just like the law. Right? They see it as like, this is the way. Right? There's no other way. Um, it's something that we strive to, which puts them on a pedest- puts themselves up on a pedestal when they accomplish it. Yes. So they stumbled over uh, the stumbling stone, as it is written, "See, I lay, Zion, lay in Zion a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall." So, what's the stone? Anyone got an idea? Question. It's Christ. All right. So then, if you want, if you want a true answer, I can go and take a set out of the parable. Okay. Yeah. While you're while you're finding it, where's it at? Uh, somewhere in Matthew. You don't even know yet. <laughs> um, Zion, too. To me, you guys, whenever they talk about it, it's like a spiritual place where we meet God. Uh, I agree. You know what I mean. So yeah. so kind of put that in your head. It's like your quiet time where you're quiet and you're listening. God comes to you and shares with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a spiritual place, you know? Yeah, it's weird. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a place where you can only go to meet God. Amen. And a rock that makes them fall. What's the rock? Christ. No, the rock is, is the whirly world. <laughs> it's actually funny. When you read that, it tells you. So we'll just wait for the parable, yeah? And we'll get our Are answer. Are you looking for the build your house on that? Yes. It's Matthew seven twenty-four. Oh, I was just about to do that thing. <laughs> oh, right. Spoiler. Then I started to close it thinking of it before. Matthew seven twenty-four. Yeah, seven twenty-four. Where are we going, Matthew seven twenty-four? Yeah, I don't know why I like Matthew when it talks about these things. Because he's talking to the Jews. Yeah, it's a word, it's a word to the Jews. Oh, foolish builders. The wise and foolish builders. Yeah. Hmm. That's everything we were just talking about, too. Don't build it on worldly things. Right. Yeah, you want to take a second? Get ready, and then right after you can take it. Uh, 724. All right, it says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its rock foundation on the rock. But people who hears these words and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the stream rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. You see, what does it say that the rock is? It's Christ. Jesus Christ is our rock. It's our middle, center, everything. And what's the stumbling stone? The sand. You have it. The sand. No. You're close, though. You're getting closer. Wait. It says it as well. It says it um, right when it starts talking about the foolish builder. Well, 
when it's a rock, if it rains, the foot's not going to move because it's solid. Yeah, but right. it's holding it. It's this. Yeah, but that's, when it that's rains Jesus. and if it stand, stand, it just when it rains, it just yeah. Right, I think it's that's sand. But what's, what's going to be this? Who don't listen to the word of the God, God. Word God? Who doesn't listen to the words? The, yeah. So the stumbling block is also Jesus. So the both of them? Yeah. Both of them oh. is Jesus. Both of them are Jesus. Right. Because, because to some, they'll be focused so hard on the law or on. So wouldn't it be the law then? That's the stumbling oh, block. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jesus is the law. Jesus yeah. is the law. He didn't come to abolish it. He came to fulfill it. But it, but it was his, it, this is his word. Right. So he is the law, but... He the, fulfilled the law. The whole thing about it is that... He's the character of God. That's right. The whole thing about it is is that we know that if you commit one, you break one commandment, what do you do? You break them all. So you can stand righteously before God. Mm -hmm. Like we stand, we stand pompously righteous before God because we think we accomplished something. Where a Christian who loves the Lord, he comes humbly no matter what. Knowing so then what at that point, if, if they're getting... Um, so the stumbling block is you being pompous or righteous because you right, thought you accomplished of the law, something. Okay. Not right. because of Christ. That's not right. because of Christ. Because you said he was the stumbling block oh, and the rock. Yeah, he is. He is. You see, read, and we're the, we're in a gotcha moment kind of way. Right, huh? he is. It's so, like... It's like Paul said in Corinthians, to some were the fragrance of life, and some were the smell of death. We're the same smell, the same fragrance of Christ, right? But to those who want it, um, they come to life. And those who, those who reject it, it, it brings them death. And that's the same thing. The people who want to be in the world that don't want to change, that, that reject the message, it's a stumbling block to them. Yeah, but we're talking about something a little different, Paul. That's good, but we're talking about people in the church oh. because they're trying to do it on their own right? through yeah, works. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the stumbling block. That's the stumbling block because, because they're, they, they're, they're, trying to accomplish, they're trying to accomplish what Christ did on the cross, and they can't do it. You can't earn your salvation. You can't do anything because you know why? None of us are ever going to be good enough. The only thing we can do is surrender ourselves to Christ. We submit ourselves to Him. We ask forgiveness for what we've done. And we accept all that He's done for us and everything He does for us now and in us. Amen. So we're the stumbling block when we don't want to accept Him. Mm -hmm. We're stumbling over Him. We're stumbling over Him because, because, because we're trying to do it on our own. And you are right. He doesn't move. You know, when Francis or Memo, somebody was talking about that. I think it was Francis. She was singing a song and she was planting her feet, you know? Yeah. My uh, father-in-law was a hell's angel. And whenever we were going to fight, he said, Matt, you plant your feet and you don't move. And I don't care how many of them there is, you know? And we did. We just plant our feet back to back, whatever it was. You know what I mean? You don't move. And I, and I remember that to this day, even though it was worldly, you know? I remember to this day because that's who we need to be in Christ. Yes. When you've done everything you can do to stand then what do you do stand you stand, stand. there is nothing else you know but it's in christ because you can't do it on your own but yeah he's the stumbling block for those that are trying on their own because he's always in the way because he's the way the way the truth and the life there's no one who can enter onto the father but through him so he so so anything we try on our own even if we try to do it in god's name we try to do it right and everything Without a relationship with Christ, it's meaningless. 
it means nothing. And he's so righteous, so pure, and so loving that he is in the way of everything we try to do without him. Um, Psalm 1, um, verse 3, it says, And he shall be planted by the rivers of the water. The Amen. You know, we got to plant ourselves. In him. Mm -hmm. Just like Psalms 23. You know, I am planted by the river of water. Amen. And, or like in Revelations, I think it's 21. It, it says, uh, or 22, it says that uh, the tree produces fruit in every season, you know, at least for every season. And um, it's because we're planted in him. It's like Jesus, you guys. I don't remember if I said this last week or if I said this to somebody else, but do you remember the fig tree that Jesus walked up to? No right there's a Jesus was Jesus was walking along the ground on his way to Jerusalem right mm -hmm. and he sees a fig tree mm -hmm. and he and he looks at it and it was all green and he walks up to it and there's no fruit and he's mad he curses the tree and walks away okay Jesus wasn't really mad he's setting a he's setting a, a parable into into play right so the next day they're walking back and Peter looks over at the tree and the tree's dead wow whoa that tree's dead but you know what wasn't fair? You know what wasn't fair? The Bible says the tree wasn't even in season for fruit. Oh, well, that ain't right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But when you're in Christ, every season has fruit. Yes. Yeah. But still. It was an example. It tells us the tree is a believer. It you get it? In a, the tree is yeah. a believer yeah. that should be bearing fruit. In every season. In every season. You get it? Yeah. That's yeah. far out, huh? When I when I read that story the first time, I go, that's not fair. I was just like her. Yeah. You know, yeah. but as I matured in Christ, I realized that when we're in Him, every season. Every season. Every Amen. season is the season to produce fruit. There is, you should never be out of season. Yeah. Jake, Jacob, what was the parable about the guy who, who wanted to, Jesus, the owner wanted to cut the tree down? And the guy's like, no, no, no. Let oh, me the, tell that one. That's. Dig around it. That, that goes right with it. Yeah. Um, Give it another season. He's like, all right. He's having to beg the master. Give it, yeah, give it another season. I'm gonna dig around. I'm gonna fertilize it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cherish you know? it. It's like you, hope. Dear God, give this man another season. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 wait, boy. Give him one last chance. What do you do with this guy? You just believe in the Lord. Believe in the Lord and yeah. His growth. Yes. But because because you're 24 7. They can make anything happen any season. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the fruit is. Yeah. What, what season the fruit is. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lemon tree that always has. Yeah, they can make wine out of nothing, out of water. You can make anything. Yeah. anything. You see, uh, I believe it's in another book. I can't remember. Exactly. Make, he'll make the tree. Oh, there's one. Dad can probably find it, but it says to be ready in season and out of season, which means be ready on any time because the Lord will send people even when you're yes. you seem you're not yes, ready. Yes, yes. Thank you. mm -hmm. Talks about when, yeah, when you're when you're, you're, supposed supposed to give account. you're supposed to give an account. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, it was coming to me on the way over here, but I, I lost it. I think it's in Hebrews, but I don't remember. Hebrew. It might yeah, be. Your head was too shiny. Might not be. <laughs> what happened? His head's too shiny? Yeah, I was I said I distracted you. That's why you couldn't figure oh. it out. You said you got distracted. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was being blind coming in, distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Mark 11, 12. Mark 11, 12. Mark 11, 12. It is 2 Timothy 4? I don't believe that. Read it to us, Paul. 
in season and out of season. It's right at the very end of the, the book, right? Yeah, I remember that part. Well, while they're looking, uh, one thing I wanted to like point out in, in what Paul's saying right here, don't get caught up in the law. You know, get caught up in Christ. You know, um, these things are all things we we uh, we learn as we learn who the character of Christ is, we learn the character of God, right? And in that, when we build a relationship with Him, we will want to do these things. Amen. You know, we we it's not going to be we have to do these things. It'll be we want to do these things. We become those things with Him, right? And. And, and you're like, oh, like you'll get convicted. You're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I'm not gonna do that anymore. You know, and stuff like that. Or you'll you or you'll get caught fighting this sin that you just can't let go. But eventually, with Christ, you'll overcome it. You know, never give up on those fights either. You know, because you'll just fall right back in the world. Yeah. You know, just just because you aren't perfect doesn't mean you're not you're not righteous. It's when you stop believing in the one who is. Um, who, who makes you righteous. Yeah, who makes you righteous. Right? Because w- once once you've been justified, there's nothing that can take that away, right? There's nothing. Um, I read that in Yeah. I read that all through Romans, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where in Mark 3 what? So or 11 Mark talks about Mark, Mark 11, 12. 12. He doesn't uh, 11, 12, take yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says in verse 23. Where were you at, uh, sister? Mark 11, 12. Did you guys find the fig tree? That's what she was talking I want you guys to hear that part. Let me get there. Mark 11, 12. Mark 11, 12. Big tree over there. What are you doing, Matt? I was just drinking water and kicking back. Because I want you to hear that one part. That that one part was always got me, just like um, Mary Jane. 11 what, sister? 12. 12. 11, 12. Okay, I'm there. Oh, you get, you're on the next day. No, this is 11, 12 is the beginning. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you want me to read it? Oh, go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> it says, The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry, seeing in the distance a fig tree in Lee. He went out... Sorry, he went to to find out. Losing my spot. He went to find out. He went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for. The See leaves. that? Mm-hmm. It was out of season. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter to him. Yeah. Then he said to the tree, "May no one ever eat fruit from you again." Listen to this for a minute, you guys. Please hear me for a minute on this one. This is powerful. Okay. When when a person walks up to a Christian, there should be fruit for people to pick out and eat. There should be fruit, and 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 a person is coming hungry, and they should be fed. You get it? Fed to the Holy Spirit. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So that should be when they come, they're hungry, and that's when we have to fed their Holy Spirit. Do you remember my um, my sermon on washing your their feet? There, you hit a home run with that. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's washing somebody's feet. 
do to each other as I have done unto you. Amen. We have to submit ourselves and humble ourselves beneath our brother and sister, just like I brought up in Philippians 2, uh, where it says that he himself, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to grasp, but became the very nature of a servant. Right? right, being made in human likeness, he put himself beneath his own creation to to win his creation. Mm -hmm. So we have to put ourselves beneath the situation, mm -hmm. anything the person has done or hasn't done or done to us or anything, in order to be there to help them yeah. through their situation. That's washing their feet. Everything you just said. Yeah, that's what Paul's telling Timothy in Second Timothy four, just just two verses. None. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I read further? No, you're um, You should be good there. He says, Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. We've got just the one verse, though. It's fine. Because so it goes into a time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, instead to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Second Timothy what? Second Timothy four. I know. I know. I'm just not so with you. You're fine. I just thought it was one. No, it's Second Timothy four, verse two. Four two. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. The great patience is the big thing because we want so bad for people to get it, but we got to be patient because it's not our timing. And we careful, can't make them careful instructions. And careful That's instructions. you know when when somebody asks us. You know, what about this? Well, what's the scripture say? That's what we say. Right? That well, instruction yeah. is the scripture. And being gentle, not yeah, being... Yeah, but if somebody asks me, I'm going to say... Oh, oh, oh! And not being a hammer. <laughs> I have... Oh, oh, oh! I have the rest of that scripture. Our pride should be... Did you see the rest of it? Should yeah. be... Me? Yeah, and... Um, it's 20. Mark 20. And it, and, it, and, it ex, and it explains it in detail what you're talking about. Mark, Did you catch that? Mark 720. No, 1220. Oh, sorry, 1220. Okay. That's my bad. Watch. You guys ready for it? You want me to read it, sister? All right, you guys ready? Mark 1220. 1220. 1120. Mark 1120. That's what I said. You said 1220. I said 1220. I was going along with Alyssa. <laughs> All right. It's because I was looking at the top of my page and it said 12 1. Are you guys there? Watch. Jesus takes it almost somewhere else, it seems like, but it, it isn't. He's explaining it. Are you guys ready? All right. It says, In the morning, this in between the two times of him cursing the tree, yeah. he went and he, he cast the people out of the temple for selling goods and this and that. Okay. okay. Now watch what he says. And it all it all goes with it, what we're talking about. Don't do things for worldly things, remember? Yeah. Okay, watch. Imagine being in the temple of God and you're selling goods for your own pocket. Okay. Exchanging money and all kinds of other stuff. Watch, you ready? In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the root. I mean, that thing was dead from the bottom up. Yeah. And Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. And here's what Jesus' response. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. 
I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, watch, watch. Yeah. Therefore, now, now think about what you said earlier, sister. Okay, this is just you and me, okay? Yeah. And how you're supposed to respond to people and stuff, right? If that's in your heart because Christ is in your heart and changed you to be that person, what is he going to do in the life of the person that you're touching? Mm. Lift him up. You get it? You get it? You get that? That's powerful, huh? But you have to believe and not doubt, because I'm going to tell you guys something. We say we believe, but when it comes down to it, sometimes we have a little doubt. He's telling us not to doubt. That's why the fig tree died, because he didn't doubt. There was no doubt. You understand? And so if you want to see somebody's life change, you want to be there for them and love them, and you want to be that person who's washing their feet and listening, you have to be without doubt that God's going to change that person, change that situation. Amen. You get it? Yes. And that can only come through your relationship with God, Him changing your life mm -hmm. and trusting in Him. You know what I mean? Yes. Now you start to trust in Him for others. For, uh, yes. I used to tell people this all the time, that sometimes we have to have faith enough for others too. Yes. Not just for ourselves, but for others. Yes. Yes, we Amen. Amen. Watch. Like one of the commandments, your neighbor. That's right. Love your neighbor as yourself. Always. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that's not contingent on who, how your neighbor treats you either. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen, brother. We got it. Okay, 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and you it will be yours. I just shared a testimony with you guys earlier about something that I wasn't going to lie to the Holy Spirit. He already put in my heart that I had to handle something. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out how I was going to handle it. And I already, I already committed myself to God that if nothing else came through, that I was going to find a way in my own finances to take care of it. Do you understand? Yes. And what happened? Okay. Somebody freely wrote me a check for something that happened years ago. In remembrance of, of how wonderful it was and how much it changed their life. Mm -hmm. And it was the amount of money me and God were, were discussing for two days now. Is that insane? But it was it wasn't because it wasn't because God laid it on my heart. It wasn't because I thought I have to accomplish this. It was because I submitted to Christ that I was going to. Yes. Do you get it? Yes. There's a beauty to that. Obedience. You were obedient. Yeah. No matter what, I was no going to be obedient. And, and I still, in my own head, I was kind of struggling, but in my heart, I wasn't because I already committed it. I already committed it. Do you understand? Yes. Once it's committed, you guys, you can struggle all you want in, in your head because your heart's going to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. Amen. You know what I mean? So watch what he says. I tell you. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you will receive it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything, this is important to you guys, don't think that you're going to hear what God is sharing with you if, you're, if you have something against somebody else, if you can't let something go. Don't think that, 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 you know what it says even about husbands and wives? Don't think your prayers are going to be heard if there's a problem in your relationship. It's crazy. Why are you looking at me like that, girl? Oh. Huh? It's true. I do counseling on Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him. Look at you guys. We're asking God for things, right? right. But we can't give to somebody else what he's given to us. 
He's not going to hear us. You want to know why? Because we're not listening to him. You get it? Watch what he says. If you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. You think God's going to change, continue to change your life and work in your life if you can't let go of something that somebody's done to you when he's let go of everything you've done, not just to him, but to everyone in the world that he loves? Yes. That's some wacky stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah, All right. So why is Jacob wearing jailhouse orange? Yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's, it's a construction shirt. That's company, that's company colors. It's so bright. That's job site colors. Yeah. Construction <laughs> sites. Yeah. Are, yeah. He's on the chain gang picking up trash. <laughs> so that, uh, you know, someone's got to clean up those three ways. <laughs> yeah. No one else will do it. Amen. She's put a smiley on them. She's laughing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Back to Okay, Ali, you took us way off course, but... No, you didn't. We were right on course. Yeah. Stop laughing. I'm not laughing. He's not laughing at you, he's laughing with you. There's the one spot that we didn't talk about yet, but I did say one thing, you remember? Go ahead. It says, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. In the world, you guys, if you trust in Jesus, it's going to seem like you're put to shame with everyone and everything. But with God the Father, you'll never be put to shame. Amen. <laughs> And he's, he's what's eternal, amen? amen? And look what Christ did on the cross, and they tried to shame him by putting him on the cross. Amen. They put him, you guys, he wasn't wearing a little scarf either. That man was naked, beaten on that cross. They put him to shame in the world. But in God's eyes, that was his greatest glory. That's the question. Christ on the cross was God's greatest glory. Is that crazy? Because he was, he was purchasing back that which was stolen from him. It makes sense. It checks out. The enemy thought, checks out. Looks good. The enemy thought he won. Man, well, wait till Sunday. There's a lot more to and go with that. Stone started because you show that glory in Christ that glorifies the Father too. Every time you come to conclusions that are in Christ, you do the right thing. Amen. Amen. And never be put to shame. Mm -hmm. My so we have to remember that with yeah. Christ, you know, we're not in shame. Yeah, because yeah. like, like, think about it. Okay, say you stand up for the Lord, or like, like, I don't think we should browbeat anybody or shove the Bible down anybody's mm -hmm. throat. But, but when the world's coming against you, you do the right thing anyways, and they don't understand it, and they just come against you harder and harder and try to shame you and put you down and do all kinds of stuff like that. You know, um, we need to remember that. He just told us not to put our eyes on the worldly things, right? But to put our eyes on the things above. Amen. You get it? And um, uh, I've had that happen to me my whole life. Okay? There's people at this table who have done that to me. Okay? And, and, and they're here now loving and serving the Lord. Why is that? Because they weren't treated the way that they were treating me. You get it? They were treated in love, yes. understanding, uplifting. Their their feet were washed. Yes. You get it? Yes. And 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 that doesn't make me anything, because Christ because because Christ forgave me. I forgave them right when it was happening. Mm -hmm. 
Do you understand? I've, I've even forgiven things I didn't do. Like people were doing, saying things to me that I said I didn't, I didn't even do them and I took the blame just to accept that so that they could be free. So they don't, so they can move on and not hurt somebody else. Do you get it? You see the beauty of it? Yes. And then that's when the power of the Holy Spirit comes in, like you were talking about, and you can change. God didn't just change your life, but now He's using your life to change the lives of others, mm -hmm. who to us, looking worldly at them, is impossible. Right. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, isn't it impossible that that man's sitting here? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Think about that. Right? And even before you knew him, can you imagine how impossible it was to people? It is true. You you helped him a little bit, but now, bam! Yes. All right. Now you can't get rid of me. The oldest grandson, yeah. the oldest grandson told him, we went out to dinner with them. We went out to dinner. And he goes, Jesus loves you. And I never thought I would hear that from my grandpa. <laughs> and we, they all stood frozen. Yeah. Because they never thought. They thought no. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And you're right. It, it is. Now, now he's, getting, now the, he, he's using his life to change the lives of people around him. It's around beautiful. Him. Yeah. And, and you know what's funny? I've been in the Lord 30 years and you're changing my life too. Amen. You see the beauty of it? It's wonderful. It is. It's amazing. You learn the more you feel better. Mm -hmm. Feels good. Yeah, the closer I get to Christ, and the closer you get to Christ, the closer we get to each other. It's funny, because we were talking about why Christ was crucified. My son-in-law, we were talking about it on Sunday, and he asked me, I didn't know why. I didn't understand the meaning of why he was crucified. Now I have an answer for him. Amen. But they're questioning. They'll, yeah, because they'll, they'll talk, and they'll ask good, some, some I can answer, some I couldn't answer them. I'm like, I don't know why he was crucified. I couldn't give you an answer. And that's okay. Yeah, find out. And how funny how that just came into... Yeah. That's our whole faith, too, because yes. without His blood covering our sins, we're not forgiven. Mm -hmm. right? We have no eternal life if it wasn't for what He did on the cross. Mm -hmm. That which the enemy used to shame Him, uh, He turned around and shamed the enemy. That's right. Amen? Amen. And that's what happens. We, there's no, we will never fall into the shame, not when it comes down to the Lord, what He's doing, what His will is. Yeah. Is good, pleasing, and perfect will not just for our lives, but for every life in, that we're involved in. Mm -hmm. yeah. Every life we touch. Yes. You told me today, Jacob. Jacob told me a story today. I hate killing his stories, but I like to do it anyway. <laughs> you know what? He, he felt good today, and it wasn't in a self-righteous way. I heard it, heard it in his voice. He just felt very humbled by it, and it was a beautiful thing. But somebody at his job site where he worked for, what, two years, year and a half, two years? Yeah, it was our last day in Lancaster. Yeah. And this young man that was there doing estimating and stuff like that was telling Jacob that, I forget how to say it, Jacob, go ahead. Jacob. It's um, your testimony. What are you letting me do it for? I don't know. I was letting you take Just get on with it. You know? <laughs> but, uh, well, we were, um, we were talking today and uh, his... Uh, his father passed away. He's a little older than I am. He's like uh, like three years older than I am, or something like that. He's in his early thirties. And uh, his father passed away, and I, it was sudden. So he, for the past like year, he's been dealing with like the bank and everything because there was no will, nothing like that. And uh, some of the things that he's been talking to like a financial advisor and stuff like that, and 
the financial advisor pretty much was like, hey, well, let's talk about you. You know, you don't want this happening to your kids, do you? Let's talk about you. Let's get this squared away. And uh, they kind of didn't have anything saved up because, you know, being part of the millennial generation, you're told to go to college and then you take a loan out for college. And they turn out to be shark loans. You can never pay them off. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, you know, he's in his... This guy's played his cards right and told everything he's supposed to do and everything. And he doesn't really have a retirement yet. And the financial advisor are like, well, you either need to double your money or you're going to be working until you're 73. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's kind of been freaking out about that. So we were talking and... Uh, uh, I was able to reach to him uh, through the Lord today, and it was like, it wasn't like sudden. I kind of, I, I, there were certain things that he was saying, like, I didn't want him just to worry about it, you know, because I knew he wasn't a Christian, but like by discernment, you know, not like, oh, you're not a Christian or something like that. It's just like, through the way he lived, you know, I could tell. But uh, I actually got to sit down with him and, you know, talk to him today because, you know, he's working on another job, I'm working on another job, and we're just letting this last day go. And uh, uh, he uh, he told me like, oh, you're a smart, you're you're a brilliant guy, you know. And because uh, it's kind of our last day, you know. And uh, and you have this like positivity about you. And I was like, that's not me, dude. That's Christ, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> that's the part I was getting at. The rest of it was yeah, all. The rest of it's there's more to it, but it was more of like. I was glad that someone recognized, because that was my whole strive for, you know, like, going out that far, you know, like, there's got to be a reason, you know, I'm not just going out there just because, you know, I can make good money out there, no, I have, it's so far away from home about, from anyone, whoever I could actually, like, build a, you know, solid relationship with, you know, and I, I tried to see it through everybody, it was cool about it, it's like, through the whole job, I'm just praying, about, all right, who am I, who, who who can I reach today? Who can I you know? I'm ready. Whatever you got, Lord. And throughout the whole job, like I was, I'm praying with guys. You know, um, there was a couple guys that were like um, that I could tell like through other experiences they were experiencing when they were telling me like the experience they were going through with me that the Lord was just knocking on the door, you know, and they just yeah. wouldn't open the door, you know, you know, and. I try to share as much as I can with them, you know, in in, in like a, a loving way, not like, oh, this is what it's like to be a Christian, you know. But, you know, like, um, it was cool that on that last day I saw that, you know, one of the people uh, that I never got to really talk to, like, I only talked to him, like, when I was dealing with, like, the paperwork side of stuff, you know, because he's the estimator. So if there's a change order, you go through him, you know, if something needed to be changed go through him if he needed to talk to the customer they'd go through him but it was cool that you know like he was he was able to see who I was and that's who I wanted to be you know like I I, I don't want to be like self-righteous about it but it was like that's who I was striving to be the whole time you know like that, that's what was cool about it it was like okay I'm I'm not doing the right thing you know like you know I'm living the way that Christ wants me to be because people other people were seeing that you know and I was able to and through that opening I was able to talk to him about Christ and yeah. stuff like that you know? that's the other part about Christ will never let you go to shame because even if people there were trying to mess with him or do this or do that which a few things did happen along the way mm-hmm. um, he was still showing them who Christ was and they still had a they still had a way of seeing something new that they didn't have 
Yes. That's beautiful. That's the that's the part where you're never put to shame. You understand? Yeah. Even in the world, mm-hmm. no matter what the world does to you, still they're still they still know mm-hmm. what they're doing to you and why. That's funny because my kids just started, they started cracking jokes. They started cracking jokes, and I got to like, "Hey, you've been mocking my Christ. Nobody's talking about my Christ, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about my God. You guys, and these guys like, okay, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're like, all right, they don't mm-hmm. crack any jokes. They're like, I just, yeah. My dog yeah, I had to tell my boy that one day. He wasn't he wasn't mocking God or this or that, but he was kind of in a way like a roundabout a roundabout way, you know? Yeah. And I just told him, I go, I go, You love and respect me, right? And he goes, Well yeah, Dad, more than anybody else. And I go, Well, that's not me, that's Christ. You understand? You know what I mean? So it's, it's a way of pulling it back in, like, whoa, okay, you know? If you love me and respect me, you love and respect what I do, yeah. and respect Christ. And that's what Jacob Jacob told the guy at the job site all that stuff's not me, that's yeah. Christ living in me. Amen. After my kids were they were like, oh, my son in law's like, but you were, I have a reputation. They're like, oh, you know, but that you're supposed to be like, yeah. What you see now is not me. That's Christ working through me. That's Amen. Christ in me. You know, that I'm just I'm trying to be more like Christ. That's me trying to be a different person. Yeah. And, but that's not me doing it. That's Him doing it. Yeah, they're going to be blown away when you become a big crybaby, lovable person. Angie's a big crybaby. They got me. I told my son, like, you know what? That's it, bro. Like, I went in. I grabbed. You see my Bible. I grabbed my. They're like, what's that? Yeah, why don't we put the Bible on you a little bit, brother? Come on, come on, son. You're like, what? I said, here, you, you do next. I go, come on, you do next. You can live with a Christ in your life. Hey, man. They were just like, yes. looking like, who is this guy? <laughs> and it was Father's Day, too, so they had to respect yeah, you. They had to respect her son shot a nail gun through his hand i shot him through my fingers a bunch of times really yeah a nail gun yeah. Could like blow your finger apart. No, it? one time I was holding the side of a nose trim. Oh, a brad nailer? I was holding the side of the trim. It was like two and a half inches long, though. Harry oh, was, I'm sure. Harry was with me. <laughs> Harry was with me, right? And I'm holding the piece of wood there, and, I, and I'm attacking it. It went and hit a knot and came out the other way right through my oh. thumb of my finger. And then my finger was stuck to the wood that was already nailed down. How <laughs> so bad that hurts to try to loosen that or get your finger off there. Oh, my God. Woo! Brad Nairs are scary. Paul said that his hand swelled up. Oh, yeah. It, he goes, Mom, he goes, it looked like a balloon. He goes, it swelled up so fast, and then when the nail came out the other end, it just went. Pfft. I was like, what? He goes, yeah. But he said it's all sore and swollen right now. Yeah. So he better get a tetanus shot. Hopefully. Well, he needs to get a tetanus shot. That's what yeah. I told him. If he him. sees a red line, if he sees a red fine. line heading somewhere, he needs to. Infection and everything. Yeah, but tetanus is for like, like if you're like really dirty. Metal or yeah, there's a red line, blood poisoning. I went to bed with a red line when I woke up. Was like at my shoulder, and I'm like. Um, I'm not gonna be in. <laughs> yeah, I may never be in again if I don't head to the hospital. Wow. Right. Okay, are we stopping at Romans ten? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Just, just don't freak. This whole chapter was about uh, not stumbling over the do's and don'ts. You know.
Um, the more important thing is to, to build a relationship with Christ. And the things that you want to do that Christ that, that's in Christ, is you do them because you want to do them. Amen. You know? That's like that's the main purpose of this. Because that, the Jews Jews don't believe in Christ. You know, and he's the only way. Right? So all the law tells them is that they're the sinner. And they think if they can overcome the the law, then they're no longer sinners. But Jews but they are, forget. are God's children. Right. But they were also given the law. They were given that's everything. What they, that's what they but, based I mean, everything can, off of. Because knowing all the miracles that he did and everything, how can they not believe? It, it, some did, that's what the but, whole stumbling block is. But they expected, they had a mindset of something else from right. the law. They right. thought he was going to come and set them free. And Here on earth, worldly, worldly thing. You know, and because he didn't set them free from the Roman captivity, that that uh, oh, that can't be him. We're waiting for. They're still waiting for what we have. For the king, waiting for him to rule them. And yeah, it says, "Theirs is the adoption to sonship. Theirs is divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple worship, and the promises. Theirs is are the patriarchs." And are from trace the human ancestry of the Messiah, who is God over all, forever praised. Amen. Amen. And then the next verse says this. says, It is not as though God's word had failed, for not all who are descended from Israel are Israel. Right. You know, yes. Just because Where they... did you read that? That was the beginning of the chapter. Um, Romans 1? Romans 9. Oh, uh, 9. 4 through 6. And it's because of that thought process. Yes. You know, and I remember that. It's like, but you know what? I, I don't get it, man. I, I shared it with you. I would here. love to sit down and have a conversation with, like, like a Jewish, Jewish man, yeah. Yeah. Somebody somebody really, or like an Orthodox Jew, somebody like, who really followed. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. So many of them don't. What? I'd love to sit down and. Is there a from Jewish, Jewish, uh, church um, a synagogue? Yeah. I think there's one in Riverside. I talked to them already. Right Not from the phone, but the guy came to the door. Oh. And uh, it wasn't for him, it was for his brother in law, who was a Jewish minister, and they were looking for a church. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure you can find one on YouTube and stuff. Jewish synagogue teaching. You could. They're on the YouTube not numbers. I, see, the, are the they thing Jewish is, Christian? I, I don't mind when they, 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 they don't. Right? Okay. Right. They, they, they just teach out of the Old Testament. You know, so like them giving a message, it's gonna be like. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna go with what we believe in. But they're Jewish Christians who can explain. We're talking about great detail. What I would love to have is someone to sit down. And I would go over that happened one time this year. You know, like, oh, what do you yeah. think about this? Only for you, though. I was confused. You know, okay, so what gets you into heaven, then? You know, like, you know, stuff like that. I wasn't mad. I was. I wasn't even confused. I was just bewildered. I was bewildered. That the law, because I believe in all the law does. But I was bewildered that people would force that on. Once you sin, you've been separated. I would never force anything on anybody. Wow. Yeah, see, they should, yeah, we should never have But none of it, but isn't it funny, isn't it funny it was happening the whole time, but it would never angered us or confused us? It was enjoyable and we learned a lot and we, people were being edified. But then, but then when it became what it shouldn't, that's when all that started, yeah. What? All was becoming what it shouldn't. Yes. Is that what I said? You said? No, I was saying what you're saying because it was happening. Yeah. 
Yeah. Then it became then it became unrighteous. Yeah. Well, in the sense of what I'm saying, no, it was because it's going against what you talked about earlier. Reel it in, Pastor. I'm trying. You want to know what the truth is? You want know the truth is? I'm very trying from time to time. <laughs> you what? Very trying. Very trying from time to time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> very good. Very good. Thank you very much. Sorry. Sorry. What did you I'm say, young lady? What did you say, Ellie? Yes, prayer request. Mm-hmm. Prayer request. Oh. You it did. I've been praying for him exactly. since yesterday. Um, this was this morning. No, yesterday um, too. He is now on. He yeah, I got the one today. Substance is on full life support. Ultrasound of a of head shows some calification and MRI scheduled for tomorrow. Hospital has contacted end of life care. Um, because that's what he needs. And also pray for the family because they are a young couple. It was their first time. So. Yeah. Cody, Cody told me about that earlier, and, and I said, now which baby was that? Because I've been praying for him because he's been on there for, uh, for since Sunday, right? Or something like that, even before that, but again yeah, since right. then. And then, um, and she said it was Allie's friend. I go, oh, okay, I remembered then. I started praying today. Oh, my gosh. Poor baby, huh? Yes. And that poor family. Yeah. Yeah. Connor in your purse. Connor? My cousin. The one that came. O R or E R? O R. He came on a Friday, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, uh, oh, yeah, Friday, that's right. Yeah. Um, keep my brother Lewis in prayer. Louis, 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 Brian and Marty, they um, they started going to church. Praise God. Oh, praise Amen. God. Amen. Woo-hoo. I know so All much right. is happening, but just they, you know, continued that they, you know, stay. Isn't it amazing to watch it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing to watch it. Yes. Brian and Marty, yeah. A couple of my... My granddaughter, they met oh, that. That oh, is so through cute. her. Cause we were praying for church here one time. I asked for Aliyah, mm-hmm. and it's through her because I started praying with her, telling her Jesus loves you, you're blessed, you're royalty. She started saying that at home, <laughs> and it started reaching to mom and dad. <laughs> And this started at a seven-year-old little girl. Yes. And now when they went, they got to church, she went to the children's ministry, she was like, she was meant, like she's 
been there forever. Amen. And so they're going and and, and yeah, just Thanks. keep them to keep them. Mm. Amen. Yeah, I live up there. Oh, so they're so cute. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're children. <laughs> when they made those they're centerpieces, yeah. They were here on Saturday. Yeah. And I grabbed a couple of girls. Yeah, Cody told me she got to meet the one we were praying for. Yes. Man. Any others? Um, my plan is just no, 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 please, please. Yeah, I got you. Um, there was a prayer request for Tina. Oh, Tina. 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 Yeah. What's wrong with Tina? Tina's. It didn't say. Tina's. Um. Tina. Was her uh, her niece and niece. and husband right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. But we didn't know that on the one from yesterday. It just said pray for Tina. But I thought, and I think there was some names, but it didn't say what it was. So which way? Which way? Which way? But I remembered yeah. that. Tina's niece says cancer. Um. Yes. 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 Yeah, that was on the prayer request yesterday too, or today maybe earlier. Too. I think it was yesterday. I think both those were yesterday. I, I prayed with her today over it. Oh, good. Good. And stuff. I've been seeing her. At least twice a week. Last week was three times, four times, something like that. Okay. But um, we're getting everything situated. You should see her place. It's nice. Her place is nice now. Yeah, good. I've been putting pictures and <laughs> stuff all over the place. So I've been praying that she would settle in there. I was, I've been praying she'd settle in because she had such a hard time. She's doing great. Oh, good. Good, good, good. good. Yeah, because it's because of all the pictures of the family and everything else that we've been putting up on. Starting to feel like home. Finally, finally clicking. Yeah, and I was hoping she'd meet people there and enjoy her time. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that um, we can have Moody um, Day next week or something. You know, I got to figure out the day and stuff because I want we want to get that '80s for Brady. I want, she wants to see that movie. I said I wanted to see that movie, but when they had movie to go out and about and stuff, they went. It was a play. She goes, "That's the one I wanted." I said, "Well, what, you want to go different?" She goes, "No, I'll just wait." You know. So. What movie was that? Eighties for Brady. I can't hear you. Eighties for Brady. Eighties for Brady. Eighties for Brady. Yeah. Never heard of it. It's, it's what Tom it is. Brady. It's Tom Brady. Not, yeah. It's oh, the that's older why women. Heard of it. The older women. It's they're they're Jane hilarious. Bonda. They're all comedians. Oh, yeah. Things you know. But they they followed him and then they finally got to go to a not, game not a and everything else. It was wonderful. And they're in their eighties. The yeah. 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 The eighties. <laughs> And they're out there cheerleading and everything else. So. How, how is your friend doing? That sounds like a funny like movie. Tina, the mother got, yeah, got bitten by a copper, copper head. Yeah. She's doing okay. She's out of the hospital and everything. She's still in pain, but that's, that, that's going to yeah. be eventually. But yeah, that's my Tina. And then my daughter, too. Where'd she get bit by a copperhead? In Texas. In Texas. Oh, in Texas. Wow. Yeah. Careful. Okay. I know. Don't mess with Texas. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Paso. McKinley. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know it, Paso. Paso. She got all gangster with Texas. Did you hear that? McKinley. It all came out. McKinley. McKinley. Weird. McKinley, Texas. Are there any anywhere in Texas when they have them? Everyone lives in McKinley. They're all over. They're all over Texas. Yeah, because it's so dry and hot and everything. I always worried about the tarantulas. Yeah. McKinley is beautiful. It does not look like a desert. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's still a desert, but it feels like a desert.
Really? Yeah, yeah Texas Oklahoma. is beautiful. Yeah? Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah McKinney's like... You're down over there right after Arizona. Three hours yeah, away from Arizona. Oklahoma. Nasty. Mm-hmm. You've been through I-40. Yeah, he's left that way. Uh-huh. Texas is beautiful. You see the big there. cross at Groom, Texas? Yeah. Yeah, then you know. It's beautiful on that end. Yeah, on that part, when yeah. When you get to you know, get further through Oklahoma. That part of Oklahoma is beautiful, too. Yeah. <laughs> but you go to El Paso, huh? Okay, give me some letters. You want to give them to my family over there? <laughs> just kidding. We talk on, like, we talk on Facebook all the time. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of family out there. I didn't even know it. Yeah, I, mean, I got a lot of family out there down here. You know, that's where my parents are buried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four right. mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, been a while. Mm-hmm. I think so. They used to go to Vadis all the time. <laughs> Right. Man, I want to go there, but nobody wants to go with me. No, we don't cross the border. Go, 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 My dad used to work for immigration. Did you watch Chicago, the movie? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Angie knows them personally, you guys. What are you even thinking? <laughs> you guys right. think I'm kidding? <laughs> All right, let's reel, let's reel it in. We got a bunch of requests today. An hour prayer for me. Probably half hour. Come on, there we go. All right. Good Father, we just... We thank you for this time that we had, Lord. Just, it was so amazing just to hear your word just come alive, Lord, through different testimonies and how you're working through different people, Lord, and the things you're doing, Lord. And just, Lord, help us all just to stay focused on that, Lord, that you you are doing things, Lord, and that you're not just saying idle, that you don't just sit back and watch it all happen, that you sit, sit there in the depths, Lord, and lead us and you guide us and you give us the words and you just do everything so that we don't have to do anything but have faith, Lord. Faith that you'll do it, Lord. And Lord, we just ask that you would help us remove any hard hearts or any thoughts, Lord, that make us doubt. Just help us to be one in your spirit, Lord. Not just together, but most important in you, Lord. And Lord, uh, we have a bunch of requests today, and we just ask that you would have your hand over each and every person, Lord. And um, do you will in their lives, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Mary's daughter, Katie, Lord. Um, you know what's going on, the health issues that she's having. And Lord, we just ask that you would that you would bring it about for your glory, Lord. And just heal her and bring her into your presence, Lord. Just give her a healing, Lord. Help her to be in you, Father. And Lord, we ask that um, your hand over Bonnie, Lord, uh, Leah's daughter, Lord, that you would just keep her safe as she travels, Lord, and help them to go out where they're going, Lord, just to be safe out there. And not only that, Lord, but when they get there, Lord, to continue to focus on you, Lord. Have them not stray away, have them not get stuck in different things, Lord, but to mainly focus on you in all things, Lord, and make you the foundation that we talked about today, Lord, that they wouldn't stumble, but that, that they would build on you, Lord. And Lord, on that subject, have your hand over Leah, Lord. Lord, heal her and give her strength, Lord. I know her knee was swelled up today, Lord. And, um, she wasn't able to be here. And we just ask that you would reduce the swelling and uh, let her be able to come, Lord. I know she hasn't been here in a little while, and um, she misses it because I remember seeing her um, Saturday, Sunday. No, Saturday, Lord. And Lord, uh, she was just so excited to see us. and. She knew where to go when she they needed help, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you that you're working in our lives to shine that, Lord. 
to be ready to do all things for your glory, Lord. We just ask that you would help her to be able to come back to where she loves it, Father. And Lord, we ask your hand over uh, Dean. Be with him and just give him a strength, Lord. I know he's struggling with some health issues, Lord. Just bring it about to you, Lord. Heal him and give him strength, Lord. And through your name, Lord. It says that if we don't doubt when we ask these things, that you would do it, Lord. We know that there's different types of healing that you have, Lord. And so we just ask that you would do the one that would bring you the most glory, Lord. Lord, we also ask your hand over Mary's clan. Just be with each and every person that's on our heart and mind, Lord. Just, you know, the list she has and the people she prays for faithfully, Lord. And we just ask that you would be in each and every one of them lives, Father. And Lord, just do your work in their lives, Lord. Whether it be healing or just bringing them to you or bringing them back out of something they're going through, Lord, just whatever it is, have it all be upon your glory and to just be brought about to be focused on you again, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over Nicole and Vanessa still, Lord. They're still struggling with this um, cancer, Lord, that's in them, Father. And we just ask that you would heal their bodies and give them strength, Lord. Lord, remove this cancer. I know there's so many people that have it now, Lord. It's like every time you start praying for one that has cancer, five more pop up and it's it's such a nasty disease, Lord, and every person has it, but it's not active in most, Lord. We just ask that you would remove it from these people, Lord. Have them be able to be strengthened again in you, Lord, and just to have a strengthened body, Lord, that they could praise you with, Father. Lord, we ask your hand over Jacob's interview that's um, tomorrow, Lord. Just one, Lord, just have him shine your light in whatever happens, Lord. I know I was really happy to hear that little story, that little uh, testimony he was given, Lord, today. And Lord, just uh, whatever happens tomorrow, Lord, if he's supposed to go, then Lord, have it go according to your will. He's not supposed to go, nor do that too, Lord. Just bring about whatever it is to be about your glory, Lord. I know his heart's there to be going, Father. So we just ask that you would do your will and lead him where he's supposed to go, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over baby Noah and baby Teddy, Lord. Uh, be with both of these babies, Lord. I know it's really sad to hear it, hear sickness happening to adult or a, a teenager or whatever the case may be, but Lord, these are babies too, Lord. They haven't even had a life yet. They haven't even begun a life, Lord. So we just ask that you would be with them, Lord. Lord, in all things and through all things, that you you would be glorified, whatever it is, Father. And their families, Lord, have them find you and seek you with all their heart, soul, and mind, Lord. Whatever, if there's any doubt, Lord, have them just remove it from their minds and remove it from their hearts so that they could speak to you without any doubt, Lord, that they would be focused and standing firm on you, Lord. And whatever comes about, Lord, have it be about your glory, Lord. Do your will in their lives and show your glory from whatever happens, Lord. But we do ask for healing for these babies, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Angie's son, Paul, Lord, just, Lord, be with him, I know. That must be really painful. I've never had a nail or anything go through my hand like that, Lord. 
I could only imagine, Lord, the pain. Lord. So we just ask that you would ease the pain and, Lord, ease the swelling too, Lord. Just have it healed up and have no problems, Lord. I can just be able to have no issues. And, Lord, uh, if there is an infection or anything that is in his body right now, Lord, just reveal it as soon as possible so that it doesn't cause an issue later on, Lord, or um, grow and fester, Lord. Just have it show itself soon, Lord, rather than later. Lord, uh, whatever the case may be, just have him to glorify you through all things, Lord. To you be the glory, Lord. And Lord, we ask that you can. I know uh, my grandma was asking your hand over the whole world, Lord, that they would find themselves written in the book of life, Lord. I love the heart, Lord, because we all wish for that. We all want that, Lord. And the sad news is, is that a lot of people, they don't want that. They decide to go back to their worldly ways or decide to only live in the world and not even believe in you, Lord. But Lord, the one thing we do ask is that every single person will be given the chance. That every single person will be shown it, Lord, because I know you don't um, have a person die without having the chance to accept you, Lord. So Lord, put it on everyone's heart that's around anyone that doesn't believe, Lord. You can have them show your light, Lord, to every person in their life. Just be with this world and we ask that you would Reveal yourself to the whole world, Lord. And that would be coming soon, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Teddy's family, Lord. Be with them and comfort them, Lord, as the doctors are getting ready for the worst outcome, Lord. But we know that you can do everything, Lord. You can make the impossible possible. We know that you can raise the dead and you can do all these things, Lord. Make the blind see and make the lame walk. So, Lord, we just ask that you would heal this baby that is dying, Lord. Bring him out of out of this sickness, Lord. Like the man with the withered hand who told him to reach out and stretch it. And it would give him life again, Lord. We ask for that life over this child, Lord. Give him life, Lord. Heal his body and take out whatever's causing this, Lord. Have him be able to live a life, Lord. Lord, be with the family, Lord, as they, as they have this painful time going through it, Lord. This is their first child, Lord. We just ask that they would still seek you, Lord, and that you would be with them and comfort them in this time, Lord. Show your hand within their lives, Lord, through all things, Lord. Just have them focus on you, even though the worst possible thing is happening, Lord. We just ask that you would be with them. And Lord, be with Connor as he's going through a lot of struggles, Lord. And just be with him and show your hand in his life, Lord. Lead him to you, Father, in all things, Lord. Just strengthen him, Lord. And Lord, uh, we ask your hand over Darla, Father, and the whole situation she's in, Lord. And the situation Angie's in because she's living there, Lord. And the whole thing, Lord, just... Lord, straighten everything out. I think of a knot, and you just pull on both sides, and all of a sudden it's straight because you didn't even have to do any work, Lord. All you had to do was straighten it out. We just ask for that, Lord. Straighten out this mess of a thing, Lord. Make it make it straight path to you, Lord. Have everything be founded on you, Lord. Have everyone come back to you. 
we ask that your hand will be over um, Lewis, Matt's brother, Lord, just be with him and have him ground himself on you, Lord. I know I've only heard here and there about what's happening, and I don't even need to know what's happening, because you do, Lord. That's all I need to know is that you know. He's the only one that knows the real truth. Yes, Lord, you're the only one, Lord. So we just ask that you would, same thing like with Darla, Lord, make everything straight, Lord. Bring it back to you, Lord. We read it tonight that you're the stumbling block for people who want to live in the world, Lord, who want to focus on themselves or focus on the world, just like Peter took his eyes off and fell, Lord. We just ask that these people would look their eyes back to you, Lord, that they would keep their eyes on you through all things and that you would lead them out of the storm, that they would call out to you, Lord, and you would lead them out, Lord. Lord, would be with uh, Brian and Marty, Lord, just strengthen them, Lord. Bring about everything to your glory. That's all I can think of, Lord, is that everything is in your glory, Lord. Have it all be back to you, Lord. Have it all lead back to you. Lord, whatever is going on in their life, just bring them into your presence, Lord. Show them your hand, Lord, in all things, Lord. Just bring them to you, Father. Lord, be with uh, Tina's niece as she was back to the cancer thing, Lord. She was just diagnosed with cancer. Lord, just uh, ease the family, Lord. I know cancer's a scary thing. People hear it and they freeze up. They get the worst thoughts. It's a nerve-wracking thing. We just ask that you would give them a peace, Lord. Have them always go back to you, Lord. Sometimes we get these news or this or that, Lord, and we take our eyes off you for just a moment like Peter did. And we start falling and we start getting stuck in these things, Lord, but have them focus on you. Have them know where their faith comes from and that you did so many miraculous things that you could do many more, Lord. And we just ask this over Tina's niece and Lord, be with uh, Ali's grandpa, Jerry, Lord. Give him a sound mind, Lord. Lord, just straighten out his mind and give him, I can't even think of anything else, Lord, just ease his entire body and give him a sound mind. No fogginess, no um, forgetfulness, Lord, just straighten out his mind, Lord. Be able to have him remember all the things that mean so much to him, Lord. We just ask that you would remember, Lord, that you would show your hand in his life, Lord. Lord, we ask these things in your name, Father, that you would just be in each person, Lord, each person's life, each family's life, Lord. Lord, we ask that your hand would be over us as we go home, Lord, just keep us all safe and get home safely and get back to your your house safely, Lord. Wherever we go, help us to shine your light and focus on you, Lord. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.